Like, imagine you want to fuck somebody that bad. Okay, you're a guy, you know, consensually, of course, we're just making jokes here, just pretend scenarios, but pretending we had to carry about like Tasmanian devils, right? A male wants to fancy a female, right? Imagine you got to fight her and make her submit, make a tap out. So then she has to be like, okay, you beat me, fair and square. Let's get the fucking all right. Let's get it over with. Imagine you had to do that in real life. Proof right now, I gave in eventually to the temptation I've had for the longest time of having another pet, another notch under my belt as far as the pets are concerned. I had a dog before, loved dogs, but I can't fancy the idea of having a dog now because the space I'm in is limited, aka a studio apartment. So no way I'm going to live in here with a Great Dane or even a German Shepherd, let alone one of those little hairy fucks that are going to be yapping and chatting all night. No thanks. And I can't do cats because I'm horribly allergic. All right, not horribly like I was when I was younger, like damn near dead if you lock me in a room with a cat. But my beard, alleged beard, I have no beard. Shout out to poor genetics. Beard genetics. My face starts getting really itchy whenever I'm around a cat, so I can't do that either. And also, cat litter, the litter boxes, cat shit, no thanks, I'll pass. Hard pass on that. So why not go for the next best thing right here? Like my little buddy behind me. Yeah, we got a little fish right now. So shout-outs to all the fellow beta or better fish owners. I would say beta. That makes the most sense to call it, but there is the extra T in it, B-E-T-T-A. But also beta reminds me of beta cuck, which we're not over here. I'm not saying I'm an alpha or toxic male inclined either, but we're no beta cucks. So if anything, we'll call him a beta for the remainder of this episode, a.k.a. he's a Siamese fighting fish. Now, before you get triggered, due to the fact that I'm saying it's a he fish, it's a boy fish, it's a male fish. No, I didn't dig my hands into the tank and, you know, check between the flippers and fins to see what's going on or dangling down there like he is right behind me now. Hey, boy. He's a good boy. No, I didn't bother doing that. That's just creepy if I do that to a fish or a fish market, let alone. But if you do your Google research, you'll see that in the baiter or better fish or the Siamese fighting fish, the males, as he is, look a lot more like they're wearing like mermaid bottom dresses or something. Like the fins go all crazy and flappy and fancy looking. A lot more than the female ones. So he's definitely a male confirmed. So we'll shout out that. We don't got to check fish genitalia to determine or we'll leave out the guesswork as far as that's concerned. It's creepy enough. But right now, this episode at least, I want to touch on pause. Not, not like the creepy way, I mean, but more like, not like a goat fucker, but touch on the subject of animals. The animal kingdom in general, in itself. It's like I'm uh, Steve Irwin up in this bitch. Or out the tank right now. Uh, rest in peace or rip, like the kids say nowadays, rip Steve Irwin. Uh, I'm more like, who Irwin? This Irwin. Shout-outs to Bindi Irwin, too. I think she's still doing the thing as, like, an animal aficionado, expert, whatever it else uh, you want to call it. But, yeah, animals, right? Animals, I guess we're lumped in there, too, because we're mammals, but we're still animals at the end of the day. Take a good look outside. The number of homeless, the, the homeless community growing by the day here, at least in big cities like New York or L.A., looks like a dirty laundry bomb hit it and just scattered around the city. I mean, Manhattan's disgusting to be a part of right now, nowadays. Not me to bitch and not me to cry about it, 
but it's more like you can't escape it, literally. And I've always been a fan of the city. My girlfriend has to work in the city on the weekends when she does go to work, part-time at least. She's like clutching her purses and, you know, counting her blessings and, and carrying around a rosary bead now, riding the train. And I feel bad for her having to do so because it's like I grew up kind of like knowing all that shit's around or like the homeless would at least respect you enough during the daytime to just ride a train or sleep, pass out on a train at night after a certain hour. It, it's like they used to be the human cockroaches. They knew to only come out at night and roam then only because... That was theirs, up for grabs, you know, normal people lead normal lives and or they go back to a home since we're not domestically challenged like they are, the homeless, I mean, shout out to the homeless. But now, since the pandemic and all that shit went down for the last couple of years and such, they really taken over the city. More specifically, the subways, I don't think the buses just yet, or at least I haven't seen any. So it's to the point where I gotta go somewhere, my girlfriend's begging me to take the bus. And, of course, I tell her, wink, wink, I will. Of course, honey, I absolutely will. I respect your wishes. And the fact you want to keep me safe at all times, even when you're not around me, I'll take the bus everywhere I go. Wink. Fuck no. I got to take the train. I got to get places fast. I got to come back home fast. What do you expect? Be fucking waiting like an idiot out there on the corners waiting for fucking buses like I'm a streetwalker? No. I got to get places. I got somewhere to go. More specifically, not the homeless or domestically challenged shame those who have no home to go to. I got a home to go back to at some point eventually. Make the rounds, come right back home, rest my bald ass at home. I got a pillow to hit and a fucking uh, blanket to wrap myself up like I'm a goddamn burrito. Why not? But still, the animals out there, though. Really, first off, here's some fun facts about animals that I, I figured I'd bring to your attention if you weren't already aware or knowledgeable of first off there's hyenas right hyenas we know them from um if you're of a certain age a lion king animated movie i guess shout out to the og disney animated films we're now speaking of animals listen disney is like a money hungry animal the, the whole company corporation whatever because you know they scoop up and own a lot of different shit right now for the sake of the bag it's like a lion licking his or her lips, chops, ready to you know, sink their teeth into whatever's out there in front of them as prey, as dinner, lunch, leftovers for the next morning for breakfast, whatever. Feed the lion pride and cubs. Whatever you got to do as a lion. But still, Disney's out there like a money-hungry fucking animal, ready to pounce on every given opportunity for what? To get the bag. In the sense of all these animated classics, maybe I haven't watched every single one of them. They're all getting remakes, live action, 3D, real people, you know, changing the genders, changing the uh, races and all that stuff too. I don't care to be honest because they're all animated shit. They're all someone's envisionment of what the character would or should look like. So people, grown folks, who most likely won't be watching The Little Mermaid, period, once it does come out, getting all upset about a black Little Mermaid nowadays, too. It's not like you were going to watch it or anyone was going to hold you, you know, to the promise. You promised to take me to go see the black Little Mermaid in theaters as soon as it drops. We're on Disney Plus the day it debuts. You're going to wake up with me three in the morning to watch that shit because you don't have a fucking life. You're not a man with fucking balls and a cock. With better things to do, 
than just fucking watch that shit and waste two hours of your life potentially. The remakes just suck. I'm sorry. All these remakes, live action ones, whatever. All right, I'll be honest. The Jungle Book wasn't that bad. The live action one that came out, I know it was before the pandemic at least, maybe some years before it. But that one wasn't too bad. Everything else has been like carbon copy, copy and paste of the animated version just brought to real life. I have no inclinations. I have no incentive to ever watch the live action Aladdin because, you know, Will Smith, uh, shout out to him for being a cuck and a weak male. I have no inclination, temptation, even though I heard it's actually pretty good at some points uh, to watch Pinocchio and his nose grow animated or real 3D computer graphic out. I don't need to see anything growing on a young boy. Pause at all. It's creepy. And to leave it at that point also, Black Little Mermaid, White Little Mermaid, Chinese Little Mermaid. No thanks, no interest. I didn't care about the first one anyway. I'm too old for that shit. To care about the animated version or if they're recreating it in real life now. She's black. She's whatever the fuck else. Because the only thing that bothers me about this now, it's confirmed already. It's like in production, we're just waiting on, a, I think, on a release date for the Little Mermaid live action remake. Let's not just say black. Little Mermaid because it's not all about that. It's not all about race. The only thing that concerns me with now the black or the Little Mermaid 3D, I guess you call it now, is that, well, then the Asian community is going to cry and protest for their version of Little Mermaid with an Asian Little Mermaid and then the Latinxes and all of them are going to be like, we only get half of September, half of October as is already to celebrate uh, Latin heritage, whatever fucking month. You know, whatever. Where's our Spanish Little Mermaid? Where's our Latina Little Mermaid? Where's our Latinx, non-binary, no-defined gender Little Mermaid? Why she gotta have green, turquoise, blue fins? Why can't he, she, it have purple, magenta, rainbow-colored fins? They're gonna push for that shit. Watch. If this shit does decent enough, I'm sure, and gets enough views, this new Little Mermaid coming out, they're going to be clamoring for like a rainbow. Oh, no, they're going to Photoshop it. It's going to be the next gay pride or someone's going to own it. That's it's not even like pertaining to that shit to make it all about themselves instead of just it's a remake of an animated classic that children of a certain age have watched. I maybe watched it when I was young, young, like maybe five and under, and I don't remember it. And I'm a boy. I have no interest in watching a Little Mermaid ever because it's not even like the animated like d cups on uh ariel the Mer ariel ariel whatever the mermaid she's got like tiny a cups if she took off the clamshell she's probably got like uh what is it what do you call those type of tits the teardrops or the um i think teardrop tits right they're like kind of all heavy at the bottom but very light up top so nothing going on there so no thanks i'll pass on that hard pass on a little mermaid whichever one animated or real life no thank you hyenas you know what? They got a good sense of humor because the little one's always cackling, hee, 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 ha, 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 whatever. But it turns out they got a good reason, most likely because they got a great sense of humor or they got to have a great sense of humor because they like to eat the corpses, the leftover meat, the rotten meat of those who used to be living amongst them in their own kind, in their own realms, only because, get this, they're like the uh, Mother Nature's Impractical Jokers. They see a dead body, and they start eating the dead body or corpse or rotting meat, whatever, ass first of all things. So they're Mother Nature's 
OG ass eaters of all things hyenas. No wonder they're fucking laughing, they're cackling everywhere. They go, yeah, whatever, because they they gotta have you know crazy, wicked, twisting, turning, bending tongue like that to be all up in the ass cheeks or be ripping out the anus with their mouths. Because if you go watch, it's probably on YouTube somewhere or Nat Geo or something like that. Whenever you see a hyena in action, eating from the ass first, they're tearing, they're, they're practically grasping onto the anus with their molars and shit and just yanking that shit out like like you would a plunger in the toilet when you shit too hard after Taco Bell and you're like, you live in a fucking apartment building that's too old to even probably flush. Like, you gotta learn how you're fucking, uh, how to flush your toilet properly. Like, you can't, like mine, for example, you can't hold it down for longer than three Mississippi. One Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi. If I go four Mississippi, it's like it it just swirls, but it don't flush. If I hit it right at three Mississippi, it swirls and then whoosh, sucks everything down. So I have to like Taco Tuesday, which oddly enough, I'm not Mexican. Shouts to the Mexican. I think they just celebrated their Mexican independence or something like that. Whenever I oddly enough have tacos, it's straight to the fucking bathroom right after, like within the hour. That or my morning coffee. So I learned after, you know, enough experience pressing my cheeks onto the fucking toilet seat. I got to hold it for three Mississippi. If not, I fuck up the whole thing and I got to stay there until I hit three Mississippi. And it'll finally flush. If not, it'll just keep swirling and swirling, just staying there in place and not going anywhere. But back to the point, right? So hyenas, it turns out again, love to eat ass. Uh, let's see what else. Fun facts about animals in the animal kingdom. I found this out about the Tasmanian devil because it turns out my girlfriend, born and raised in Russia, had no idea about Looney Tunes, Bugs Bunny, any of them, not even like Daffy Duck and shit. So she absolutely had no clue who the Tasmanian Devil was or Taz, T-A-Z. So I had to show her that shit. And then that went to a whole rabbit hole on um, on YouTube, finding out about the Tasmanian Devil. And it turns out the Tasmanian Devil is a very complicated creature, a very disturbed creature, if anything. Angry, always, you know, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of to describe it best? Aggie, like, ah, like, oh agitated all the time like it's a uh, like there's no advocate of mental health in the tasmanian devil community so shout outs to tasmanian devils for not being shy about their emotions and putting them on display ah at all times as they would so they nailed the cartoon character right with tasville blah, 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 all day tasmanian devil females no, the mother. Oh, the mother's a fucking odd job. Oh, the uh, Tasmanian devils might have Spanish, Latino, like, blood or genetics in them because they are as fertile, if not more, than a Latino would be. Because the Tasmanian devil mother will give birth to over 40, 40 fucking Tasmanian devil pups at a time with multiple fathers. So the Tasmanian Devil stays on the fucking Maury Show panel, special guest panel, whatever. They're up there all the time and trying to pick and choose, hit a rock and see which one of these fucking Tasmanian Devils with dicks are the ones that dicked her down and they got to take, okay, these seven go to you, these five over here belong to him. Uh, the one that couldn't fly in on time to be on the show, Maury, uh, he's got about 13 to his name, so I got to make sure the math is right and make sure I didn't misplace you know, Tasmanian Devil number 37 somewhere too. That doesn't go with somebody shouldn't be getting joint custody or whatever. 
Now imagine there, imagine those alimony cases with the Tasmanian devils. Multiple fathers, one hoe mother, and then 40 minimum fucking little critters born at one time. Also, fun fact about the Tasmanian devil, too, in case you didn't know. Listen up, Vinny. In case you didn't fucking know, he, he's gone in the high, and he's probably looking up Wikipedia right now because he don't believe me. I hate that a fucking fish of all things is doubting me, but whatever. Shout out to the fish. He's a pretty fucking smart fish, though, believe it or not. Look them up. They're pretty fucking smart up there. They're like the uh, German shepherds. They're like the uh, golden retrievers of fishes over there. They're like highly ranked intelligence and shit. A.K.A. I got a picky fucking eater as a fish of all things. Imagine that. But the uh, Tasmanian devil, though, the female, even to fuck it, now, okay, this might explain why the Tasmanian devil mother slash female, when in heat, ready to make love or be taken for the love making, probably explains why they have multiple fathers to make up the 40 in total. So, you have to beat the female Tasmanian devil into submission in a fight, male versus male, so like intergender wrestling, if you remember those days, or if that ever comes back into wrestling, that'd be fun, I'll start watching again for just intergender wrestling, it's pretty fun. Yeah, the male Tasmanian devil has to beat the female Tasmanian devil into submission, and once she's tapped out, he gets to tap in to those sweet Tasmanian devil pussy lips, pound her out, and then deed is done. If he fails, however, if he cannot beat her in Tasmanian devil combat, then she beats him up. I think I read pisses on him and he's marked as pussy beta cuck, not worthy of her pussy pretty much. Tasmanian devil self-worthiness, you know, applicable to the female in charge. So it's, it's such an odd case to crack. Imagine you want to fuck somebody that bad. Okay, you're a guy. You know, consensually, of course, we're just making jokes here, just pretend scenarios, but pretending we had to carry about like Tasmanian devils, right? A male wants to fancy a female, right? Imagine you got to fight her and make her submit, make a tap out. So then she has to be like, okay, you beat me, fair and square. Let's get the fucking all right, let's get it over with. Imagine you had to do that in real life. I, I think, well... I think in that case, all women would have to be properly trained in MMA, at least have a fighting chance for most men or against most men. But thank God we're not Tasmanian devils, basically. That's the point we're trying to make here. So now, getting over to the fish over here. My, uh, my good boy that's gone to hiding again. I don't know. He's like camera shy of all things. But he's a pretty smart fish, though. So story with him is I thought it'd be funny to have a pet eventually. I've been trying to plant the seeds in my girlfriend's head as far as trying to get a dog, most likely, because I can't do cats. Oh, there he is, right in the corner. I can't do cats, even though I like cats. I like animals in general, hence the fucking fish behind me, right? But I'm horribly allergic to fish, and in that same boat sinking, you got to throw dogs in there too. But not all dogs, just the very hairy, non-hypoallergenic dogs, like I'll... Literally, I'll die if I'm stuck too long around them or my face puffs up. I get hives, all that shit, too. So shout out to those with allergies against pets, right? Like me. We're all suffering like that. But because she doesn't fancy dogs too much, she doesn't like smelly things. So I don't know how she puts up with me. 
And also, she's really not a fan of cats, my girlfriend. Uh, specifically enough, I might have references in a past episode. But because my girlfriend's born and raised in Russia, not even in like the capital, not like Moscow or nothing, she's more like a country girl, I guess you could say, or uh, raised in the village or something like that. She comes from the part of town where it's perfectly the norm of all things. Get this. She hasn't done it, at least that I know of lately, so thank God. She used to have to bury all the kittens and or the really hoish, thotty, really out there spreading their cat legs cats because they'd make too many kittens or there'd be too many cats roaming around. I think she said if the burying didn't work or, you know, it's a lot of manual labor to have to bury a cat of all things alive, mind you, I think. Or I forgot if she said she killed them and then buried them. Or if I think she said, I think she said, bag around their head or put them in a bag and bury them. Or was it a time in a bag and throw them into like a body of water? And well, you know, I said too much. I think, please, please, nobody call PETA or, or the ASPCA against my girlfriend. That is of her past again born and raised in russia she did all that dirty work over there not over here because i told her listen if you even look at a cat wrong you're probably looking at somebody giving you some sort of ticket or some sort of summons or write-up you can't do nothing gets pinched right now and i mean listen if you walk around like the gentrified white neighborhoods believe me their dogs get treated better than the most adult uh most human children i mean to say with, with the fucking dog carriers, with the cat strollers and the uh, fancy leashes and or people walking. Oh, oh, what was that one video like a while ago uh, making the rounds? The, the lady walking her cat. And I think another lady was walking her cat, too. The lady with the cat approaching the other lady just standing there. She's like she wants to pet the cat. The cat owner says, oh, don't get near her. She's not friendly. And then the cat reaches in and like slices her fucking hand or some shit like that. Why are you walking that kind of cat? First off, cats shouldn't be walked. They're not meant to walk. They can barely walk as is without being annoyed or like trying to like just go straight to the little box, eat their fucking food, and then just mind their business. Or like cats will roam and they'll fucking leave the house somehow all the time and get fucked and come back and have a whole litter that you got to be in charge of all of a sudden. But to walk a cat seems annoying enough. Why are you walking a cat or dog owners? Why are you walking dogs? You know bite, you know get riled up easily just by seeing another person or being around too many people. There are those dogs that are antisocial or triggered enough by too many people. What's that condition you call them when you're around too many people? Like, um, not claustrophobic, that's related to space. But um, when there's too many people around you, you get like, you know, you feel like you're, uh, you're going to lose it. Dogs have that too, if they're not properly trained or brought up from a young age around enough people like that. So why walk them? Why expose them to other people outside of you? Because you're an asshole. You don't know how to fucking train your dog properly or maybe you adopted them when they were old enough and, and they've been triggered by stuff in the past, traumatized, whatever. Know your dog. Respect us enough, us walking amongst you and your dog, by respecting your dog first and foremost. Know what triggers him, her, it, and don't do it to them. Don't fucking walk them if they're, if they're a danger to even to you. Or the thing now, too, I see a lot so often is a, a tiny, frail woman around here, especially, too. It's like a little bit of mix of like Russian, a little bit, a little bit of Asian around my neighborhood. Five foot two, five foot one at most, this woman. And she's walking two big ass German shepherds 
on short leases. So on top of that, if they feel like it, if there's a big enough or black enough squirrel, because now they started popping up. Remember in a past episode I said, uh, I never seen a black squirrel in my life. It's like they heard me or the ecosystem around me heard me and said, oh, you want to fucking color-shaped squirrels? I'm going to fucking bury you in black squirrels. I've been seeing them pop up here, there, everywhere possible too now. They see a black enough squirrel. Those fucking German shepherds are going to lunge. She's going to get dragged through the fucking street. And somehow she's going to be blaming somebody else that just having me walking by minding the business for, for provoking or triggering the dogs. That's how out of hand we're getting it. And it never made sense to me. If you cannot clearly, visibly, physically handle your dog if need be, why give you two big dogs that will overpower and outrun you if need be, if they feel like it? They're animals at the end of the day. And mind you, that's not the dog shame to be like an idiot like that because I know the big dogs tend to be big babies. It's the little dogs, the, the, the fucking yappy ones, the fucking tiny, hairy, pocket-sized, purse-sized ones that are the biggest trouble, uh, no pun intended. Because any time I've ever been, let's say, close enough to being attacked or the times I was bitten by dogs, they've been my small dogs. So... With the big dogs, I got no problem. Just got to be careful around them because they like to get, you know, rough. No pun intended again with how they play. But it's the tiny ones you got to look out for. Just like this fucking guy right here. Of all things. Tiny little fucking fish. Like, no bigger than that shit, right? Stomach, probably as big as his eyeballs. Which, you know, I can't zoom in close enough to him because he gets creeped out a little bit by the lens. But feed him just enough. He's fine. He floats around right here the whole time. For the most part, he likes to float near me. Like, just kind of watch me and shit. Especially when it's time to eat. He knows already. When it's around time to eat, like 2 in the afternoon and then 7 at night, he wa he he swims up to the surface and just starts like poking his mouth out like, feed me, feed me, feed me kind of thing. So, smart little guy, this fucking thing. Of all things. But it turns out too, of all things, interestingly enough, we're fucking beta fish. We're fucking better fish. We're fucking Siamese fighting fish. Of all things... Not only is he pretty smart, not only was it when it's feeding time and I lift up his lid and I whistle at him, he comes to me. I'd show you right now, but I'm scared of dropping the equipment, so I'm not going to do it right now. But, you know, take me at my word. I swear to God he does it. I might as well put fucking a beta fish personal chef on my resume at this point, too, because my girlfriend Google what their diet is outside of getting all this different kind of food for a fucking fish of all things she went ahead and just looked out of curiosity what can i what else can i feed a beta fish it turns out these little motherfuckers yes you Vinny, you're you're a very hungry boy you're a good boy but a very hungry boy it turns out you can feed them boiled cucumber boiled eggs and what else is on here on the list it says uh corn and or lettuce of all things so I'm basically this little fucking thing's personal chef at some point, too, because I had to set up the tank. I had to fill it up with water. I had to put in all the decorations. She picked the decorations, but I had to put them in there. I got to make sure the, the new water to fill in every week is like, you know, uh, it's got the chemical treatment inside it. So it's, you know, uh, mixing with the water and time to change it, all that, too. And now on top of that, she wants to, she's always pressing me now to see, oh, when are you going to make... The cucumber, the egg, the corn, the lettuce, boil the course for him to stick in the tank. And I remind her, because she's the one that bought the food, mind you, because she loves the fish that much. God bless. But she, 
relax. She loves the fish too much. Uh, idiot, you, you bought like six different bottles of fucking things of food for the fish. He's a tiny little thing. All them shits are like this fucking big at least if I could pick one up if I'm not too clumsy over here. Uh, yeah. Right here, right? This thing's almost, uh, you know, like uh, a third of my head almost. Full of fucking worms. Uh, dried blood worms, right? That's what he loves. This is, yeah, I know you saw it. This, this is your favorite one, boy. Relax. You know, I fed you already, so take it easy. That shit as big as it, as big as it is compared to my head, and compared to him, he's a fraction of the size of a whole fucking bottle of food. I might as well fucking put personal chef to fucking beta fishes on my resume now because she wants me to do all that on top of having to do all the cooking for the humans around here too. Mind you, oh baby, I love your cooking so good. Yes, you dumb fucking slut. Of course you do, cause I gotta be the one to feed you. If I don't feed you, if I don't cook, you don't fucking eat. Then you start crying about, oh my god, I'm so hungry, I'm so hungry. Then you, when you're fed properly, as I make sure she is, oh I'm so fat, I need to lose weight. Oh my goodness, I, uh, my thighs are jiggling every time I take a step. Well, my too, idiot. Of course, that's natural. We're fucking human. We're not supposed to be etched out of stone or, or, or cut up like a. Uh, Whoever you can fucking imagine out there that's like etched the stone like Sylvester Stallone is fucking prime. Shout out to Sylvester Stallone. Not only is he a picky eater, sometimes you have to switch up which one of these five, six things we bought him for food. He'll be picky and just not eat it. Even if you dump it right in front of his little fucking, I don't know, do fishes have snout? His little fucking face, right? He'll pick and choose what he wants at times. I think he knows because I don't play around. Like, he'll eat when I feed him, but when she feeds him, it's like, eh, no, no, turns his face and shit. Then she has to fucking undo the other bottle, feed him from there. He doesn't want that one either, and just always catering to the fucking fish of all things. Imagine that. But uh, he's a bully, it turns out, by nature. He's a Siamese fighting fish again, for if in case you forgot. So he's a solitary fish. He's a lone wolf fish. Meaning if we dump another one in there that's a male or female, they'll fight to the death to see who lives and can't do that because <laughs> I ain't trying to fuck or replace fish every other day. So he's supposed to be alone in there. We have to do our research as far as like a whole list of compatible fishes made specifically to live in harmony with, of all things, a fucking a beta fish. So... I made it a promise the next time every three must they recommend when you change the whole fucking tank water out and pour in some fresh new ones. We'll get some fish that are compatible with him so he won't be so lonely because she's really worried about a fucking fish the size of my thumb being lonely of all things. But okay, simple being, why not? A little pea-sized brain to match with his fucking stomach. A very picky but small stomach on him too, by the way. Also, who is going to be on the prowl soon enough? I don't know if he's already got his start now because it's been a while since he split from his boo who seemed like it could have been like a lifelong thing potentially or at least according to the rumor mills, TMZ and all them. But Pete Davidson, or more specifically his gigantic white <laughs> Staten Island cock Dirty fire hose of a cock getting reeled back in after putting out a big-ass fire is going to be on the loose again. He's going to be out there making the rounds with that big dick swinging like he was Godzilla moonwalking and shit. Dick first, 
things stumbling all around the fucking apartment, condominium, house, whatever he fucking owns. Right now, he's down in the dumps, so shout-outs to Pete Davidson. He's down on his luck ever since splitting up with Kim Kardashian, so he's depressed, as I've read or as I've heard, so hopefully he gets through it. Hopefully it gets better. It sucks if you feel that way. He's already been combating depression for the longest time, too, so to have to break up with such a very public affair as he had with Kim Kardashian and then the the threats, I think they were death threats, if I remember correctly, from Kanye on top of that, too. That really can't be good for someone's mental health like Pete. So shout-outs to him. Hopefully he's doing well, feeling better. And soon enough, once he's up and at him and ready to fucking make the rounds again, it's like it's like his storm weather tracker is his dick. And the next upcoming storm front we got coming is going to be the next pussy he's going to slay. So watch the fuck out. Because I bet you there's enough guys who ran to the defense of Kanye stupidly enough in that whole Pete versus Skeet, or, well, uh, sorry, Kanye versus Skeet thing, he'll probably keep tabs on you because he'll probably come after your girl just for the fuck of it, to fuck with you. So that's why, believe me, I'm not saying nothing bad ever about Pete Davidson because all it takes is one big cock to change a girl's mind, even if it re- rearranges her guts, organs, or, you know, somehow he sweets talk them into taking it you know, in the ass and shit, well, you know, she's a goner pretty much. So counter out, or he's probably going to make him tap out like a Tasmanian devil would. The female that loses it has to get fucked by the male Tasmanian devil, I mean. But shout out to Pete Davidson. He'll be on the rounds. He'll be making the rounds again soon enough. So watch the fuck out for that cock. It's coming for you. And it's coming in you or it's coming on you if you're not careful. <laughs> so be, watch your fucking grill, please. Right behind me being a good little fish, you know, paying attention to what I say. He's hearing me talking shit about him. So if he could kill me in his sleep or my sleep, he probably would, I guess, if he had hands. But you don't, asshole. You're missing thumbs. You're lacking thumbs. You didn't evolve that fast enough or far enough to get your hands on me. You could get your fins on me if you jumped out of your water, but good try fucking surviving that shit or like a minute outside of water. I'm kidding. I love you. You're a good boy. You're a, you're a good little fish. So shout out to fucking Vinny back here. He's rocking with us. He's enjoying the show. He, he's, you know, appreciating the vibes we're putting out there. So because of Vinny, and I got to keep feeding him, and believe me, soon enough the food budget for him is going to be fucking rising anyway because inflation even hit like fish food lately. Believe me. Tune in to the audio version and or the video version if you watch right now on YouTube. YouTube.com backslash who this is one. The audio version of Ah, oh, Fuck It is available. Every podcast and platform you can imagine, everyone out there you could think of, I'm there. Believe me, I'm invested in my time and the quality of the content and providing episodes as often as humanly possible because I got to attain the fucking fish of all things. Thanks. Yo, it's over. All right, it's over. It's over. Move the mic. Move the mic. Thank you. All right.